the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hi there, everybody. It is me again, Bowtie Guy. I am here with another show. I apologize. It's a little bit late. If you're one of those early 9 o'clock Tuesday morning listeners, we are missing our deadline. It's 8.58 as I'm recording this on a Tuesday morning because I had some stuff going on last night that I just um, just didn't get to record the show because of a variety of things, which you don't care about. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the fact that it is show day, so welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. Um, I want to remind you that we have a couple of opportunities for you to give here uh, to Messed Up Ministries. One of them is by going to messituppodcast.com and clicking on the Become a Patron button, which is uh, down uh, right underneath. Uh, we have like the uh, you know current show. Um, it's right underneath that. There's a button that says Become a Patron. That'll take you to our Patreon giving uh, platform which allows you to uh, do a one-time gift or a recurring gift. And uh, we also have a text-to-give option. And if you text the word MUM, M-U-M, to 760-WALLS-CA, that will take you to our text-to-give site, which also allows for a one-time or a recurring gift. And I'm asking people right now to um, uh, prayerfully consider doing a uh, recurring gift for us because we have got the opportunity to get a, uh, a really cool um, facility where we would be able to um, have offices for the ministry as well as to do Celebrate Recovery and some other things with ministry and allow people to come in for trainings uh, and do uh, job readiness workshops for reentry for inmates who are getting released from prisons and uh, just really be able to do the work of the ministry. And that is going to take a little bit of uh, money to maintain each month, paying for stuff like insurance and taxes and uh, utilities and those type of things. Uh, so we need to. Um, find some donors to help us out with this project because it is a it's a fantastic opportunity and a real huge blessing to us that this has come into our field of uh, view here in our, our little small orbit. But we need uh, partners like uh, you folks to help us out with this. So if you are interested in doing that, please check out the text to give or the Patreon option, and um, that would just be outstanding. Um, I have this little thing that we call the uh, the big wow, which is the word of the week. And the big wow this week was sent to us from a listener in Tennessee. And it's an interesting word. It's not one that I had heard before or whatever. And I actually had to click on the, the, the uh, you know, how do you pronounce this on, um, on the internet to find out. And apparently it's pronounced palimpsest, palimpsest, palimpsest. Um, and, uh, that is a, you know, it's just a a fantastic word. Let me, let me play the the Google for you here. There you go. Little British accent, but it means it's something that's been reused or altered, but still has visible traces of its earlier form. Um, so I, I suppose you could say as Christians, 
um, we're a little bit palimpsest as we uh, go into our Christianity and hopefully get less and less as sanctification happens. Uh, but if you can use that word, that one's a good one. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give 15 points uh, per usage this uh, year on this um, or this week. So uh, go ahead and slide that into your conversations this week. Impress your friends and uh, see if they think that you are palimpsest um, as well. Uh, so there you go, big word of the week. We've got the uh, the text to give. We've got to remind you that you can get to us, uh, you can get information to us by sending us email. Uh, you know about that email thing. It's uh, guy at messituppodcast.com. If you have questions about the ministry, you can email mum at uh, messeduppministries.com and uh, that's that's a good way to get a hold of messed up ministries as well. Um, super excited about everything that's going on. Super excited about the fact that we could put some new stuff on uh, the social media pages that we have because um, once we start hopefully moving in in the uh, in the coming oh uh, month or two here to uh, this new facility, um, we'll be putting up all kinds of pictures and having things. Uh, going on with that. So um, check out our social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We also have a subreddit on Reddit called Messed Up Ministries. So you can check that out too. We've got a bunch of blogs all over the place. There's the uh, uh, blog that we do at um, ministerofmocha.com every Monday morning that comes out uh, Monday mornings. So uh, check those things out because it, it makes me feel like I did something worthwhile when I see that people read the stuff that I wrote. Uh, it just makes me feel like I wasn't completely playing around with my time. Although I got to admit, you know, most of the time that I have feels like I'm playing because I'm just doing the things that I love, like this podcast and like going in and doing prison ministry. So what I want to jump off with today is I just want to jump off and talk to you a little bit about what's been going on with the ministries uh, over the last couple of weeks. Right now, it's September, and we are on our big push to get our Angel Tree forms filled out. So we've been having what we call Angel Tree Parent Days in prisons all around the country uh, to get uh, inmates signed up to have their kids or grandkids or nieces or nephews, you know, just, just kids that are in their lives, signed up to get some Christmas gifts. And it's a really... Uh, it's it's a cool ministry of prison fellowship, and I'm so thrilled that now I get to be on both sides of that ministry as a uh, prison fellowship academy uh, coordinator and facilitator. I get to be on the 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 inmate side of this ministry where we sign people up and get to talk to them about their kids, and and then. On the Celebrate Recovery side on the streets, we host a Angel Tree party where we get to bless the kids with the gifts that have been um, requested for them. So it's it's really quite an amazing, amazing ministry. If you want to become part of Angel Tree, there's, there's a couple ways you can do it. If you're local here in the Ridgecrest area, you can uh, just shoot me a text, 760-608-1942, and I can get you the information about our Angel Tree Party, which is coming up in December. But if you're elsewhere in the world listening to this, you just go to prisonfellowship.org 
and you can get information there on Angel Tree. Maybe you can sign your church up to do um, some Angel Tree stuff to host some Angel Tree kids uh, or to host a party for Angel Tree. It's it's really a just an amazing blessing to see these kids who are missing someone in their life get a gift from them because the the person who signs them up gets to write them a personal note uh, that comes with it as well. So that's uh, a nice thing to come with that. So I want to tell you about my experience going to Tehachapi last week to do Angel Tree Parent Day uh, signups. Tehachapi is one of the prisons that we service with Messed Up Ministries. And it's, uh, you know, just a little over an hour away up in the mountains uh, between us and Bakersfield. And so we uh, we we met up at the parking lot there at, at Tehachapi and, and went in and talked with the CRM and then she guided us in. We went to several of the yards. Uh, we went to three out of four yards last Friday and then the week before that we went to one of the other yards. So we've been to all four yards at the Tehachapi site. And it's really interesting because at Tehachapi, they have a variety of levels of inmates that are housed there. Uh, they go one through four. And so we were able to visit all of these different uh, facilities, and they're all a little bit different. You know, quite understandably, as the security level goes down, the facilities change. They're not as um, restrictive. They're a little bit more open and, and free in the level one yard than they are in the level four yard. But the one I want to talk about is is, is the uh, the level four yard we went to, and they had had an incident the day before, um, which required um, uh, heavy uh, action by the uh, correctional officers that were there. They they had to get everyone locked down, and and you could see the remnants of the fight that had been going on. Um, on the yard as we walked across the yard to the housing units. There were uh, scorch marks on the ground from canisters that had been fired into the crowd to uh, disperse things and, and, and uh, bring some, um, some control back into the situation. And that's always a thing that's a little bit... Um, daunting is not the right word, but it, it, it definitely gets your attention when you see that kind of thing, because you know, I'm sure at this point you've seen either uh, footage or or in movies or films or whatever, uh, you know, prison riots that break out or, or places where tear gas um, or or some sort of uh, controlling substance has been fired into a crowd. Uh, but to see it the day after, I mean, it looks a little bit like uh, you know Fourth of July, where you get the burn marks on the the asphalt and the sidewalks, and that's what was happening here. There were burn marks on the sand, on the asphalt, and you could tell that something had gone on. And you could tell because of the the way that these burn marks were dispersed that it was a a big event that happened out on the yard. So all of the gentlemen that we were visiting were locked down. All, all the inmates were locked in their cells and. We went into the cells, uh, into the day rooms, and passed out this information to the gentlemen individually in their cells, which meant that we couldn't just talk. We couldn't uh, just, you know, get on a microphone and and give a little short talk about it, and then pass out information and and do that. We had to uh, go door to door through the the cells. And the cells uh, in that housing unit are 
uh, motorized doors. So they open and close by sliding um, open or sliding closed. And there uh, is a, a small gap at the one side of the door that allows for, um, you can have conversation there or you can pass some papers through. And when I say small, I'm talking about, it's probably about a three millimeter gap um, from the top of the door to the bottom so that the door has a little bit of room and doesn't grind when it goes through. Um, so we were talking to the men through those little slots, giving them the information and uh, just kind of getting to know them a little bit. And uh, after I'd been done talking to one of the you know housing units, I went back and I was standing waiting for my partners. There were three of us there. I was waiting for my partner to finish up talking on his section that he had taken. And the CO that was there escorting us said, hey, don't put your face next to that thing because it can be dangerous. You can get uh, things can come at you. Things can be uh, shot through there. We don't want you putting your face that close. And it's it's a shame because, you know, you have to have those perspectives. When I go into the prison, I'm looking to try to bond with these inmates and let them feel their humanity again for a little while. And the job of the COs, the correctional officers, is to keep everything safe. Um, and they're not there to make friends. There's a, a concept in prison work called over-familiarization with the inmates and that means that you know you get too friendly and it can compromise your judgment it can compromise your decision making because now you're dealing with a friend instead of uh just uh, an inmate and so you might um might overlook things that that can't be overlooked so i understand the need for rigidity and safety but as a minister uh going in to minister to these people you know it's part of my job um description to show them some love. So so we were doing that and we, we tried to keep them a safe distance, but we also wanted to make sure that we knew that, that we cared about them. And the thing I wanted to tell you about uh, in this first section here was that there was a, uh, a cell uh, that I was talking to and it had two gentlemen in it. And they were asking questions about the angel tree and I gave them the papers. And as I was walking, they said, hey, Will you pray for us? Will you pray with us? And I was like, it would be my extreme pleasure to pray with you and for you um, right now. And and when when somebody asks me for prayer, I don't say, yeah, I'll do that tonight. You know, somebody asks me for prayer, they don't want me to pray later. They want me to, so we stopped what we were doing and we prayed right there for them. And and after I said amen, you know, and I I put my hand on the the door and I could feel them, you know, two hands. You could hear two hands, you know bump onto the door and so we had the hands going through the door thing and then as I'm, I'm fixing to leave after I said amen they're like and can you pray for the cell downstairs there was a cell and they gave me the cell number and um, the inmate had hung himself earlier um, that week or I guess the week prior um, and they just wanted me to pray for that cell that whoever got that cell next would would not experience the same evil that was in there and um, whatever um, got to that inmate would not get to this uh, this new uh, resident of that cell. And it was just something that, you know, I couldn't give them anything that day, but I could give them everything through prayer. And that was a real, uh, it was a great reminder. It was a good eye opener. It was a, it was a, 
an amazing experience because you've got guys who are in the highest security level and they've been locked down in their cells because of a, a riot on the yard the day before. And when you go into a level four, it's, it's interesting, uh, you know, walking around in town, I used to see people think, wow, that guy's got some tattoos on him. And you go into a level four yard and it's hard to see any skin through all the tattoos that people have. It's, it's literally, you know, scalp to toes is covered um, with ink and, you know, it's, it's a rough crowd. And to be asked to pray, not just for themselves, but for, for people around them was very welcome. And, and it reminded me of what I always try to remind them. That those are people in there. Those are human beings with feelings and emotions and going through stuff as well. And as difficult as it is for us to go and uh, visit the prison for a day, and, and some people, you know, some people are very comfortable in that element, and some people feel very nervous or afraid. And uh, that's, that's where they live every day. They don't get to go home that night and, and uh, you know, shake it off and watch it. Uh, a, a movie or a show with their friends and, and get back to normal life. That is what life is for them for a very long time. So um, I, I guess I'm going to leave it there for now for uh, for this opening um, part. But I want to introduce our song of the week this week. This is a guy named Patrick Mayberry. And uh, the song is Holy Spirit Come. Really good uh, uh, song here. I don't want to talk about it too much beforehand. I'll tell you more about it later. But right now I'm going to give you about 90 seconds of of uh, Patrick Mayberry, and the song is called Holy Spirit Come. That's a toe tapper for sure, I, uh, a foot stomper actually. And I think to myself, you know, the, the word that came to mind immediately as uh, I was listening to this song uh, just now is that he is beseeching the Holy Spirit. He is begging. He is, you know, he's, it's not a, a timid, hey, Holy Spirit, you know, do you think maybe you could? It's like, come right now, let's do this. This is a, this is an anthem. This is a... Uh, um, a declaration of readiness and desire. And um, I love that. You know, it says, come like a flood, like a fire. Fall in this place. Fill our hearts and come. It's 
we we want it to be you know with authority i i i I think about the movie um bull durham from back in the 80s uh and uh that movie um is, is one of my favorite baseball movies but in it um tim robbins is playing this baseball pitcher and um uh, Kevin Costner's, you know, this old catcher who's trying to train this this young kid to be a better pitcher, and the kid is just sort of all over the place, and he thinks really highly of himself, and he says, you know, I want to announce my presence with authority, and uh, and Kevin Costner uh, chastises him for that, but this is what we want with God, is we want him to come and announce his presence with authority, um, and... Um, you know, even at the beginning, you know, uh, stanza it says, I'm ready to see the unthinkable um, because that's what it is. God brings the unthinkable. God brings peace where peace doesn't belong. God brings brings victory where where defeat seems to, you know, uh, uh, be there. I, I was I was. <laughs> trying to be clever and use my word of the week and I, I couldn't remember how to say it palimpsest defeat seems to be palimpsest and God comes and brings victory um, and it's just um, you know that's what this song is that, this song is just you know sticking the flag in the ground and 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 being bombastic this is this is this is not Simon and Garfunkel this is you know Kiss coming on the scene you know making the declaration so uh, great stuff there from um, from Patrick Mayberry. So check that out uh, if you get a chance to do so. There it is. There's the solo sip because there's no one to cover the the gap for Paul. Um, we are. I, I, you know, you're I, you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Why didn't you do that when <laughs> when you were in the break taking the, listen to the song? You should have been taking your sips. Um, anyhow, we're talking about Angel Tree. And the uh, the the joy that I got from being able to participate in this um, Angel Tree Parent Day event. Uh, so you know, we started off on the on the uh, Alpha Yard there, and then we moved through to to Bravo, and we got to Charlie, the C Yard, and. Um, this is where I want to spend a little bit more time is, is talking about this C yard because this was one where the the guys were not locked down. They were out on yard. They were in the day room. Some of them were in their their cells, um, but it was um, they they were on their time at that point. So we could really get in there and chop it up with the guys, which I thought was awesome. That was you know m- me and. My, myself, uh, Maurice, who was there with us, and uh, Dennis, who was there with us, we were all very happy to be able to just get in there and mix it up with the the fellas. And Maurice and I are both guys who have spent time inside as um, wards of the state, as inmates. Uh, Dennis had a career in um, uh, corrections, uh, but as an officer, uh, he's not uh, been incarcerated. Um, he spent plenty of time in prisons, but uh, but not as an inmate. And um, it was awesome for us to all be able to bring something a little bit different for the guys. Because what Dennis brings, even though he doesn't have that inmate experience, he just brings this, this joy and this love and this happiness that comes in. And Maurice is... 
uh, I mean, Maurice is a talker. That that man is blessed uh, with that. But we were able to just walk around and talk. And as we were getting people signed up, that was our, our primary objective for the day was to get the the guys to sign up for angel tree but we're not going to miss an opportunity to minister to people and to be a blessing in someone's life and let them be a blessing in our life so maurice and i were uh just we decided we're going to be here until they tell us to leave <laughs> you know until it's you know they, they say hey your time's up you've got to go and so we just started walking around in this big day room and um talking to guys, you know, hey, tell me about your family. Tell me about the kids that you signed up. Tell me what's going on. Tell me about your walk. Um, you know, what what's happening in your neck of the woods, um, so to speak. And we were sitting with a group of fellas that were Christians, and one of them had a guitar, and so he started playing a song. He played this amazing original song that he had written, just a worship song for God that was, you know, talking about, talking about freedom. And, and to when you hear an inmate who's doing a long time talk about freedom in Christ when they're incarcerated in prison, is um, it shakes you to your foundation if you're listening. Um, if you miss that, you're missing out. You're, you're not paying close enough attention to what's going on in life if you're missing things like that because it's just the ability for people to be able to, to say that and, and I think about, you know, I, I have hanging in my office a, a framed letter from a guy who said, it starts off, I have good news. And, and he was locked up in that exact same prison 20 years ago. He had good news that he had found Christ and was saved. And Maurice, nine years ago, was locked in that same prison, that same housing unit, spent time sitting at those same tables and when we were coming across the yard to go to this uh, particular housing unit, we were wearing shirts that were uh, sort of a teal color. And on the front, they just say in big white letters, hope. And so there's some uh, uh, Weisenheimer out in the yard and he's yelling and just causing a ruckus and, you know, you know wanting to, to be noticed. So oh, there's no hope in this yard. There ain't no hope. And Maurice just walked right over to him and said, Hope, you want to know about hope? He said, I was standing on this yard nine years ago, and now I'm free. That's hope. I'm bringing hope. And Jesus is where your hope needs to lie, brother. And it was just such a cool experience to see him, you know, just call that guy's nonsense out. Because most of us would just, you know, like not engage with that. Just ignore that and just keep walking. But Maurice just, he, he went straight over, walked away from our group, you know, took a, about a, a 60 degree turn from the direction we were walking to go and just engage with this guy, not confront him, but engage with him and just have a conversation. And, um, and that was the kind of day it was. It was just this awesome day. And it was one of those days where you drive home and you're not even sure if the wheels are, are touching the road because you're just floating because you feel like you're just, you're flying so high on that, that emotion, that, 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 that joy that comes from doing it. So Angel Tree is, uh, is coming and, uh, and we're getting guys signed up, but I want you guys to do your part now and, and find a local church or a local Celebrate Recovery and uh, get signed up. Um, it's, it's definitely not too late to sign up. I mean, we're still signing guys up. So you want to get yourself signed up in October. 
Uh, so go to prisonfellowship.org and look for the information there. Talk to your local pastor or uh, ministry leaders at your Celebrate Recovery and see how you can get involved blessing some kids this year at Christmas. And I guarantee it will be a joyful experience for you because it's just um, it's just amazing to, to do this work. Um, the other way that I would love for you guys to get involved is, uh, you know, to maybe partner with us and start going into a prison. If you are interested in becoming a prison fellowship volunteer and uh, going in and presenting the good news to inmates who need the good news, if you want to help uh, facilitate a, uh, a one or a two-day prison fellowship academy where you get to work with the inmates and, and guide them through and help them earn some time off on their sentence so they can get home a little bit sooner and learn some re-entry skills so they can be better citizens and participants when they come back to society, um, you can drop us a line. It's uh, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. Uh, we'll get you to me. Or if you want to reach Messed Up Ministries, you can send an email to mum, M-U-M, at messeduptministries.com. And um, uh, that'll get you to the, to the ministry side of things. Uh, if you want to just call me and chat and see what you, we can do, see if I can help you out with uh, finding a group to work with, uh, my phone number is 760-608-1942. And uh, I love to get calls and texts from people, so please go ahead and use that. Uh, if if you're, you don't want to get busy hands-on, get busy hands together. And what I mean by that is pray for us. You can just put your hands together, put your knees on the ground, and ask for blessing, guidance, and wisdom um, as we direct this ministry and as we go in and participate with the ladies and, and men in local prisons. Um, so there's plenty of stuff to do. Check us out on our social media. Make sure you tell people about the show. Um, send them a link. Um, have a listening party. In, invite someone for some coffee. Say, hey, I just want to play this little bit of a podcast for you and play a little bit for them so they can hear what it's about and, and see what's going on with it because um, we really think it's it's uh, important. I'm looking for people to give me stories. Uh, so if your story is one that you'd like to share, even if you don't think it's good enough, let let God be the decider of that because he's um, created you to be you. And so your story is awesome just as it is. You don't have to have a story of you know coming out of the gutter. You can, you, you can have a life that seems pretty nice to people and that's an encouragement to other people. So um, call me, text me, let me know that um, you're willing to be on the show and we can set up a Zoom interview and, and get you on the show as well because um, we can't tell stories if we don't know your story. Um, I, I've, I've never heard your story perhaps. Uh, so I need to have you call and tell the people what your story is. Um, so contact the, the show, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com, 760-608-1942. We'll get some people's stories out there and, and uh, do some some ministry that way. So thank you once again for being here. We'll be back in, uh, next week again. Um, I, I got a guest who was going to try to record with them last night, and it just didn't work out because there was big thunderstorms and my prison uh, stuff got changed around. So we'll be getting that guest on uh, this coming week, hopefully. Uh, so lots of things to look forward to, including the fact that we are still on this side of the dirt. So uh, I thank you for being here. Bless you in your lives. You can go back to work now, uh, and we will see you next time we mess it up.
Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.